Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms, and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC and your daily reminder that the Reds remain top of the league. Not a whole lot going on today, but this is Anfield have a whole bunch of new content, so we'll get up and have a look at that. Uh, first piece that caught my eye here is about Michael Olise. This is Anfield understands Michael Olise is a, a player of interest to Liverpool but his release clause could prove to be off-putting. Hmm. Well, that doesn't sound good. But it says here that the release clause is thought to be around £60 million. I'm not sure why that would be off-putting to us, considering the talent of Michael Elise. I understand that people will look at the raw numbers goals and assists and say, oh, well, that's not that's not Liverpool-level production. That's a stupid way to look at it. Look at who he's playing for. Look at who he plays with. Who is he meant to assist? He had 11 assists last season in a dreadful team that played horribly negative football. Michael Elise is one of the best creative players in England. He's got one of the best deliveries in England. His passing is elite level. Michael Elise, for me, could be a very, very special player if you can get him in the door now or in the summer. Because I think he's easily going to be a £100 million player within two years. Easily. He's a sensational talent. He's also far better off the ball than he's given credit for. Now, sometimes his focus will drift. He might not be locked in. But he is a tremendous footballer and definitely one that we should be looking to bring in. People look at him and say, oh, well, he plays right wing. We have Mo. That's not the only position he can play. 
when he was at Reading, he played left wing, he played in midfield. He's an outstanding player. We should have bought him from Reading, but for whatever reason, we didn't. But Michael Elise would allow us to do a lot of different things with our team. Could play him in different ways. You could start him on the left wing. You'd have it'd be, it'd be like an inverted De Bruyne, left side rather than right side. He has that level of delivery. His passing is incredible. His crossing is outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. He can beat people. He can shoot. <clears throat> he takes great set pieces. I, I don't see any negative in Michael Elise. At 22, like the idea that because he doesn't have the goal and assist numbers, is it's just a foolish way to look at it. Look at who he's playing for. Look at who he's playing with. Liverpool coach's shock exit still a mystery to players. We haven't heard from him. Oh, this is a piece about Buvac. Um, yeah, it's always been a bit weird. You just have to assume that him and Jurgen fell out. Simple as that. Liverpool learned bargain release clause for Japanese centre back targets. So Ko Itakura of Borussia Mönchengladbach, formerly of Manchester City has a release clause for the summer of around 13 million. <laughs> now, he's a good player. He's not a Jurgen Klopp centre-back in any way, shape or form. He would be the smallest and lightest centre-back Jurgen Klopp has signed in the last 15 years. And this season, he's winning 44% of his aerials. He doesn't fit the profile of a Jurgen Klopp centre-back at all. Now, what he could be is a Jurgen Klopp six. So he does line up with the profile of a Fab, of a Sven Bender, of a Sebastian Kiel. He does fit that mould. Is he good enough? That's debatable. He could also be a very good defensive right-back. If you did want to move Trent into midfield permanently and you wanted to play a defensive right-back, then he would make a lot of sense because if you put him in like an Ivanovic type of right-back role, that would really play to his strengths. And against left-wingers and left-backs and whoever else he'd be competing for aerials with down that flank, he would be a lot stronger. But he's not an aggressive player. Definitely a good player. One that is worth keeping keeping an eye on. As a squad addition, who's versatile, can play three positions. Yeah, sure. But as a, as a centre-back, purely a centre-back, he doesn't make sense for us at all. Uh, Jordan Henderson's Saudi U-turn means he earned nothing in his six-month spell with Al Etifak. Uh Henderson, to avoid paying tax in the UK, where he'd been resident for more than half of the year in 2023, seemingly deferred all of his wages for the first half of the season so that he wouldn't have to pay UK tax on them. 
And now that he's forced his way out of Al Etifak and is joining Ajax on a free transfer, you'd imagine he's had to say goodbye to those wages. So he may well have just spent six months in Saudi Arabia, destroyed his reputation, revealed that regardless of what his PR company and his friends in the media made him out to be, he was nothing of the sort for nothing, for absolutely nothing. Strange. Um, he is set to sign for Ajax today, a seemingly a two-and-a-half-year contract. Imagine paying Jordan Henderson money to play football at 35 and 36. And referee, oh, Jesus. Referee for Fulham versus Liverpool will annoy fans, and there's no VAR. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Simon Hooper. It's Mr. Good Process Lads himself. Now, he wasn't to blame for the VAR decision that ruled out Luis's, Luis Diaz's goal. That was not his fault at all. He didn't send off Curtis Jones. The VAR did. And quite frankly, he was right to send off Jota because Jota was an idiot. But those three decisions aside, he was absolutely terrible in that game. He was dreadful in that game. And he has been dreadful in pretty much every game we've ever had him for. He's, he is just a bad referee. As simple as that. He is just a bad referee. Um, Jürgen will get to see his best friend as Norwich City will take on the Reds in the FA Cup. Norwich beat Bristol Rovers last night and they will bring themselves to Anfield where hopefully they will get a good pumping because uh, that's what we do to Norwich. We probably should, you know, break out some Luis Suarez masks, get a big Luis Suarez TIFO going up the cop. Uh, 3-1 win for Norwich last night over Bristol. And if you look at that Norwich team, there's a lot of well-known names. You've got Jack Stacey, formerly of Bournemouth. You've got Ben Gibson, who played for Burnley, played for Middlesbrough. Sam McCallum, who was actually linked to us quite heavily at one point when he was at Coventry. Uh, Adam Aday, people will remember. Kenny McLean is there, still in the squad. Ashley Barnes is still in the squad. They're not bad. They're not bad. They're mid-table in the championship, though. So, like I say, they should be going home with a thumping. But it'll be nice for Jurgen to get to spend some time with his best mate. Because I wouldn't imagine he gets to see him a whole lot, given how busy uh, he is and, and how busy Wagner's going to be. Um, if you haven't seen the video of Zabozlai, Gravenberg and Ibu in the Bake Off, please go and watch it. It is absolutely hilarious. And Ibu's reaction is just fantastic. Um, 
Let's see. Dominic Sabozlai still out as winger makes rare Liverpool training appearance. So Dom's still probably a week away from a return. So maybe he's back for the Norwich game, but I don't think they'd risk him in that. So probably then the game after. Uh, Trent Coney Doherty was training with the first team, which is really good to see. That kid is very, very talented. Let's see. Manchester United supporters arrested outside Anfield for tragedy chanting. Police have confirmed. Well, what more would you really expect? Liverpool interested in 20-year-old centre-back whose value could soar this month. Uh, it's Usman Diamande whose value is not soaring anywhere because he has a buyout clause of £70 million. Uh, Liverpool mystery injuries explained. Besetic, Doak, Gordon, Gordon and more. Um, let's have a look. So Stefan Besetic... Abductor injury. That's unclear in nature as it could be muscular or could be bone related. He once mentioned a stress response, which typically refers to the latter. Um, This could potentially indicate something like a sports hernia, which isn't uncommon in developing players. However, a key confounder here is that Besetich reportedly dealt with a similar injury before. Since previous injury is the most reliable indicator of future injury, this may not simply be an overload issue. Upon returning from abductor problems, Besetich picked up a calf problem has been out since. This may seem alarming, but there was always an issue of another, always a risk of another soft in, tissue injury <clears throat> as players returning from extended absences and still getting acclimatized to games. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been out. He's been out four months now? Five months nearly? Four months. When did he last play? I think it was the start of September. Because Jurgen said in mid September or so that it was a little, 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 tiny, small injury. And um, he's been out since the 29th of September which is 111 days, which is coming up on four months. He's not back in first-team training yet. The abductor injury that he had kept him out from mid-March to the end of the season and into the summer. And then the season before that, he had a back injury that kept him out for five months. Hmm. That's not ideal. Cade Gordon was a pelvis injury, wasn't it? I think it was a pelvis injury that he had. Connor Bradley had a back injury. Aaron Ramsey just seems to have been cursed upon joining Liverpool. Ben Doak has a meniscus injury. Uh, Curtis Jones has just been very unfortunate and picked up some weird injuries. Um, 
Yeah, right. Ten midfielders Liverpool could target as summer signings. Joe Polina, if we wanted him, we'd sign him this month. So very unlikely that we would sign him in the summer. Bruno Gomerish, he has a release clause. Reportedly 100 million or thereabouts, and it reportedly can be paid in installments. There are rumours that there is a second release clause if Newcastle miss Champions League, which they're going to, which could bring that down significantly. So we'll see. Bubakar Kamara, he's the perfect fit. He would be absolutely ideal. And uh, uh, supposedly he has a release clause as well. Uh, Douglas Louise doesn't make any sense for us. Yusuf Fafana doesn't make any sense for us. Kefren Turam doesn't make any sense for us. We should have signed him in the summer instead of Gravenberg. Uh, Vitali Janelt. I don't mind Janelt. He's a good player, but I don't think he's good enough to play for us. Martin Zubimendi is outstanding. You would worry a little bit about the size of a midfield with him and Alexis. Size and speed and physicality. Uh, Tayon Miners would be a horrible signing. He really would be. He's so slow. Complete lack of mobility. Really good player. Really, really good player, but he would fit really poorly. Manu Kone would be great. Again, we should have signed him last summer. We should have signed Kone and Turan. When the Caicedo deal fell through, that's what we should have done. Kone and Turan. Kone and Turan. Deals we had in place, ready to go. But, you know. Manager's huge praise for Fabio Carvalho contradicts bad attitude rumours. The bad attitude rumours aren't rumours. They're just, I think, lies that were told. So many of them come from the, the guy at Leipzig who had very little positive to say about Fabio. And I think he was just sore because we'd recalled him from the loan. That's all I think it was. I don't think it's actual rumours. I think it's just that that fella saying what he said. But Liam Rossinger has had nothing but good to say about him. And Jürgen had nothing but good to say about him. Now, I think one or two Portuguese coaches also said, not ne- well, not negative things about him, but they weren't flattering things about him. But, like, who cares? Like, that, he's a kid. He's a young lad. He's going to have moments where he does the wrong thing. They all do. Jamie Carragher makes FFP point as Liverpool could... Liverpool wait could end soon and hearing dates set. Um, it's going to be at least another year before there's any kind of final decision on what happens to City. It is. Like, it's not going to happen before the end of this season. We'll probably be well into next season. It could be this time next year. It could be later next year. And realistically, they're not going to give us the titles. They're going to vacate them. If they if that's the route they decide to go, they're going to vacate the city titles. 
And remember, this investigation and these charges, they only relate to up until 20, 2018. So they don't even cover the two titles in 1819 and 21-22 that we would have won had they not been financially doped to the eyeballs. That's another investigation. That's another one that has to come down the line. That could be three or four years out. So just the best case scenario is they just wipe City from history. Throw them out of the Premier League. Throw them out of the Football League. Send them into non-league oblivion. Wipe their titles from history. Just vacate them. Don't hand them to anybody. Just vacate them. Um, can't believe how bad he is. Roy Keane aims brutal. Liverpool ace dig as Ian Wright disagrees. Trent Alexander-Arnold has been slammed by Roy Keane, who can't believe how bad the Liverpool right-back is when up against opposition players. What? Oh, you've had you've had yourself a shocker here, Roy. You really have had your... Look, people do run by Trent. There is moments when his effort level isn't there. But... He's not a bad defender. When he wants to be, Trent is a good defender. He's proven that in the past. But he's also asked to carry an enormous load on the ball, which no other right back is. Maurizio Pochettino just accidentally described Liverpool as Curtis Jones shows how tough FFP, shows tough FFP truth. Okay. Uh, Stephen Gerrard eyes Liverpool duo for Saudi tra- <laughs> for Saudi transfers. Um, <clears throat> allegedly, he wants Joel Matip and Thiago. I just don't see it. If Thiago wants to go over there, he's going to go to one of the big four because he's going to command huge money. He's not going to Al Etifak for pennies. Uh, Roberto Firmino offered to new club as former Liverpool ace could get surprise Saudi exit route. Apparently, that's now not happening and he is going to stay. Jordan Henderson's new wages at Ajax as captain told, former captain told he messed up. Um, So according to the Mirror, which obviously is not in any way reliable, uh, he's set to earn... 85,000 a week, which could rise to 110 with bonuses. Hmm. I have doubts. I mean, Dusan Tadic doesn't earn that much. And he's a legend at Ajax. Steven Bergwijn was a big money signing. He doesn't earn that much. Now, maybe the fact that they got him on a free means that they can do it. But again, I do have some doubts on the reliability of the Daily Mirror. On AnfieldIndex.com, David Ornstein has broken the news that Stephen Gerrard has gotten a contract extension with Al Etifak. What? They're eighth in the league. It's a four-team league. They're worse than they were last season. They haven't won since October. They've won 
one of their last 12. I know the owner is a Liverpool a Liverpool fan and a Gerrard fan, and maybe that's it. Uh, there's a scouting report on David Hanko. Um, there's a piece about Neil Jones talking about Liverpool's contract strategy. And then podcast-wise, there is the new scouted preview in Bournemouth. There is Rival Recon. And there is a new Media Matters with Dave Davis and Ben Boxack. So do throw a listen to all of those, and I will see you tomorrow. Oh, there's a Positivity podcast. Sorry, lads, missed that one. There is a Positivity podcast as well. So, uh, yeah, give that a listen too, if that's your bag. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.